good fruit. We have come to reading week and to finals. And it's possible that we went to every single class, that we even did the reading and the homework. And so, it should be very easy to see the fruit of our hard work. If we take a final and we've learned the material, well, it's going to show. But it is possible to go to class and not learn the material. I don't need to tell you that, right? You know, it's possible to have no fruit to show, no evidence to prove that you've, you've internalized what the teacher wants you to know, what's been given to you. And so the teachers in the next week or so, they're going to look for evidence. They're going to look for fruit to see certain behavior that they want. John the Baptist is saying something very similar. In our gospel, he's, he's baptizing for repentance. It's a, a symbolic. It's, it's different than our baptism. It's a precursor. It's a, like as a demonstration of, hey, I'm sorry. Then you, you go down into the water in the Jordan. And so I, I want to turn back to God. And so it's, it's a baptism of repentance. Uh, repentance means to turn from sin and dedicate oneself to the amendment of one's life. And so if, if somebody's life has changed, it should show. I remember going to my 10-year high school reunion, you know, um, and there was a girl there, Tara was her name, and I remember meeting her my freshman year in high school, and all of a sudden, apparently, in the time between high school and then our 10-year reunion, uh, Tara found Jesus. <laughs> um, she became like a born-again Christian, and, and it was so obvious. And at the time, I think at the time, I was in seminary. Was I in seminary? Count the years? No. Yeah, I was in seminary at the time, uh, and it was like this, this cool connection. I was like... I'm giving my life to God. And she's like, Jesus is the most important thing in my life. And, and the way she talked, the way she carried herself, like even the way she was dressed, just demonstrated that there had been a change in her life. Like you could see it. And so St. John the Baptist is calling out these Pharisees and Sadducees who are showing up. And it's actually good that they're showing up but he's like, he's almost kind of saying, you need to prove it. Like you, if you're really repenting, there's going to be evidence. And when you and I, when we allow the Lord into our heart, when his grace just is at work, it literally changes things. That's the, and that's the difference. You know, maybe, maybe... Maybe you haven't experienced this. Maybe you just see it. Like you can go to Mass every Sunday your whole life. And the grace of God just kind of rolls off your skin like water off a duck's back. It's a conscious choice when we, when we open the door. You know, Revelation 3.19, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. He who opens the door, I will come in and have supper with him. 
that the Lord will bring gifts. The Lord will bless us and change us from the inside out. Our, our first reading actually gives us a list of those gifts. This is, it's speaking about Jesus, but we who were baptized into Jesus also receive the same gifts in baptism and in confirmation. And so this will actually sound familiar to you. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, a spirit of wisdom and of understanding, a spirit of counsel and of strength, a spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord. And so those are the gifts that God wants to bring, to give. So especially if you were confirmed as an adult, you probably studied these. And so um, I'll tell you, I'll teach you the Father Matt acronym to remember it. Um, acronyms help, right? So there's seven of them. And I th- there's only one vowel, so I couldn't buy a vowel. So it's wook puff. So wisdom, understanding, counsel, knowledge, that's the wook, uh, and then puff, piety, fortitude, and fear of the Lord. That, that every one of us who's baptized has been given these gifts. Every one of us who's been confirmed, God has strengthened those gifts. But those gifts are not given to us just to sit dormant, like a bad white elephant gift, you know, that just sits there and nobody touches it. That it's God gives us gifts so that we can open them. But even if we don't open them, God's still going to give the gifts. Even if we never allow God's grace to work in us, the door to his house is always open to us. But, but it changes when we, when we give him that permission, when we allow ourselves to be convicted, converted, um, when, when our lives are shown in the light where there's a lack of integration, there's a little bit of hypocrisy. We all have a little hypocrisy. Are we willing to face it? That's how conversion happens. I say this on Sunday, but then here's how I live the rest of my life. Or around certain friends, I talk this way, but around my grandmother, I speak this way. You know, like, conversion happens when I see that, and I was like, I don't want to be two different people anymore. I want to be the same person all the time. And, which is actually completely liberating to be truly ourselves. And so tonight, actually you even being here tonight is your response. You, we're, we're responding like, all right, God, I, I'm giving you a chance. But, but the response in this continues throughout the week. Like last week, um, I don't know if you were here, I gave out a card. We actually gave them all out, so... Um, I have a picture I could share with you, but there's, we gave out these cards. It was called the 1% Challenge. And the 1% Challenge is to give God, during Advent, 1% of your day. 1% of your day is 14 hours and 24 minutes. I didn't calculate it. I could have, but that's what it is. So it's 14 minutes, 24 It's like less than 15 minutes. And so, so if you say to me, Father Matt, I want a better relationship with God, then my response would be like, great, do the 1% challenge. And then you might say, well, I didn't do that this week. And that's when I would scratch my head and say, well, you say you want a better relationship with God, but the evidence isn't there yet. Do you feel how that's convicting? 
And so if I'm actually serious about something, then the evidence starts to show up. If I'm serious that I want to be healthy, I want to be a healthy, active priest 40 years from now, well, then I need to go to the gym. I need to do some aerobic exercise so I don't, yeah, avoid, so I can stave off a heart attack or something. Like, that when I, there's the difference between saying something and the evidence, the fruit to back it up. But what's beautiful about our God is he's the one who gives us all the gifts. He gives us the fruit of his love so that it can bear fruit in our lives. So we're not left empty-handed, that our Lord is with us, that the spirit of the living God is with us, has come. And he wants to make us ready for the coming of Jesus again, where we can show to him all our good fruit.